Back in the studio again before Halloween. So excited. I love this episode. Uh, we're talking about superstitions tonight. So I want to throw it over to Zolana. Big thing is, uh, where, do you, where do we find us? Where, where can you download and listen to us? You can find us by searching Nerdy Bones on Podbean, iTunes, YouTube, Spotify, and anywhere else that you listen to your podcast. I love that. Anywhere else you can find your podcast because that's where we are. Yep. So let's throw it over to Jake. What is the definition of a superstition? Uh, uh, a superstition is excessively credulous belief in and reverence for supernatural beings. And to me, that's been a big part of my life. Like, I, whether I want to or not, I, th- I think about it. Yeah. Like, one of my, oh, we'll get into it in a little bit, but like uh, throwing salt over your shoulder. I don't know where that got ingrained into my psyche. Ingrained. But, uh-huh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but you know, I do that. Like, I'll like uh, we'll talk about OCD later because I mm-hmm. really do think OCD plays in a part of superstition, maybe a little bit. That would make sense with me. Yeah, and I'll I'll I'll, I'll talk about that later. But like for me, one of the big ones is throwing salt over your shoulder. Mine, I, I, <laughs> mine is a stepping on cracks. That's funny you say that because yep. I, I remember walking with my mom. I was like, I don't know how I have this memory. Because I lost my mom when she was seven, mm-hmm. but I was walking with her and she was singing that rhyme. And I stepped on a, I accidentally stepped on a like the seam in the concrete. And she goes, mm-hmm. "Oh!" and grabs her back. She's like, "Oh, oh, <laughs> like, oh mom!" <laughs> <laughs> so um, right off the bat, like I was saying, like, do you have any? The, the two of you guys, any superstitions that just kind of you, you do it without even thinking about? Yes. Yeah. I'm walking under a ladder. I, I can't. I was yeah. at work the other day and I had to turn a machine off and the ladder was over it. I seriously almost had a complex. I was like, I can't uh, go this uh. way. So I like stood on the outside and reached my arm out as far as I could to unscrew it <laughs> and then walked away like, yeah, I won that one. Yeah. <laughs> What about you? I always used to have the make a wish on eleven eleven. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, that one too. Yeah, I still have yeah. that one. I, I I I don't know why I kind of like adhere to the little silly ones. Mm-hmm. You know, like uh, you know, like I said, step on a crack, break your mother's back, break mm-hmm. a mirror, black hat across your path, salt mm-hmm. over your shoulder. Mm-hmm. For some reason, those ones are the ones that kind of like, maybe it's because I came from an Irish family and Irish people are super superstitious. That is true. <laughs> Like, so maybe, like, here's another thing is, like, superstitions actually tie back to, like, sayings. Mm-hmm. You know, like, step on a crack or uh, a pocket full of posies. Mm-hmm. You know, you, know it's, you would almost be thought to think that they could be a cautionary tale to maybe a little bit. Yeah, maybe. I could I could see it that way. Um, especially with the, like, spilling salt. Because um, that one with salt being so expensive from, from back then, if you spilled it, you were... You were out. You could be out until the next time they came and delivered spices. That's basically throwing money. 
Mm-hmm. You have salt. You throw. You know, like that's what salt was. Everything. Yep. It wasn't just a spice. It was how you. Preserved. You could trade spar- salt and stuff like that too. If other people needed it and you didn't have it, barter system. Yeah, it was. That's where the phrase uh, "worth your salt" came from. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Uh, yeah, it's if you know if you're worth your salt, you know it's, you know you're worth that much. Uh, money. Salt. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you're worth yeah. that much money. So the first one that I wrote down, which is like I think everybody knows about, is of course walking under a ladder. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like, have you Have you ever? Obviously, exp- I do. Have, well, <laughs> well, have you ever experienced Jake in particular? Like mm, maybe shouldn't. You know, it's weird because superstitions are that way. Like, okay, maybe here's a ladder. Uh, maybe I won't walk underneath. Like, it'd be mm-hmm. just as easy one easy one direction or the other. And you're like, no. Yeah. A lot of ladders <coughs> were were a little too tall to walk under anyway. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Am I wrong? <laughs> no, he's right. That's 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 the way he looks at things, though. So. But no, I mean, yeah, you probably shouldn't. It's probably not smart. But I don't know. Oh, well, I don't, it's, I don't it's like a cautionary wanna... tale, like I was saying a second ago. Like, think in my mind when I think about it, right off the bat, mm-hmm. it's like don't walk under a ladder because shit could fall and kill mm-hmm. you. Yep. It, See, I'm always afraid of the mirror one because we unpack. We'll get the mirrors. We'll yeah, get the okay. mirrors. We'll okay, get the well, I'll talk about it then. <laughs> <laughs> so what I, what I looked up is this actually is uh, the whole walking under a ladder actually starts in early Judeo-Christian culture. Really? Uh, of the serenity of threes is what they called it. You know, like you know, the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why, that's why there's three red stripes on the candy cane that's... I didn't know that. Yeah, it's each striped um, um, depicts the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, the Holy Trinity. Interesting. Yeah, yeah so. That. Wow. Yeah, that's a new Isn't one that for me. interesting? Yeah. And so and this is where, yeah, I did my deep dive. Guys. That, that <laughs> kind of makes me now know why we have candy canes at Christmas. Yeah. I never understood why only at Christmas. Well, and it's in, well, because here's the big thing is it all kind of ties back to numerology, you know, like. The if man, the man is five five five, the devil is six six six, and God is seven seven seven. Mm-hmm. It all it all ties into these numbers of things. So what I got into when I was looking at the research, why crossing under a ladder, you know, perched against a perched against a uh, a roof. Picture mm-hmm. that picture that in your mind. Mm-hmm. Makes a triangle three sides. Oh. So if you walk through underneath it, you're breaking the triangle, which is oh, unlucky. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I it, never knew why that one was that was crazy? a thing. Yet, yet I still followed it. It's crazy. Yeah. It's the thing is, is like to this day, people tell that story. Like, oh, you better not walk under a ladder. There's the oh. one too of uh, that Jacob does <sighs> is the. Uh, don't split the pole. Yeah. Well, that's we did that the other night. Yep. Mm-hmm. And that's I call that's you right, on that shit every time. And that's yep. that's right there. Because we called you on it because we walked one way and you <laughs> walked like, the other. And I was pole. like, don't split the pole. I'm like, like, oh, like, you split you th- it. It's like, what are you talking about? I don't know what you're talking about. We were talking about don't split the pole, Keith. Okay, my bad. But <laughs> 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 so, like, that's a. Uh, it's so like what I'm getting at with that one in particular is it's so ingrained into human culture. Nobody really knows where it came from. Yeah. Unless you re- and you know who's to say that I looked up four different sources and all four basically were this, you know, the Holy Trinity with and don't break the, don't break the three sides. So, in my mind, it's kind of crazy that all humans kind of have a little bit of superstition whether they know it or not. Yeah. Well, it's taught to us when we were little kids. 
And when when you're a little kid, anything that gets taught to you is is just habit for life. Yeah, exactly. Would you say ghosts are a superstition? I've been told that before, and I can see why people would consider it a superstition because it's nothing that's proven. Well, I get that. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like, like there's there's things that you can argue that when I, I get it, I know with like um, the the electromagnetic like uh, uh, EMP, EMP yeah. yeah, that you can see that in and hear spirits basically. But that's like Have apparently you not. To that shit? Yes, and it's super <laughs> creepy. I can already see Jake's fucking wheels turning. He's like, yeah, Whoops. he's like, yeah, whatever. This is stupid. <laughs> that's why. That's one of his best uh, things to contribute to because it makes me laugh so much. I'm like, it's like today. Today we're at work and. Jake walks past and he's like fucking hippie bike. <laughs> oh no, yeah, it's because it, I was trying to grab. I was trying to grab. He was just trying to get to something and my bike was in the way. Bike wasn't in the and way. I, <laughs> and, and I looked at him and was like, I don't have a retort for that. <laughs> I was just like, <laughs> like that was he's funny. Like, it's man. even green too. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, where were we? Oh yeah, uh, superstition like in everyday culture, like the way it's ingrained. Like, uh, for me, I don't know where I got throwing salt over my shoulder. I don't know where. I got that from my grandmother. Did Dumb you? and dumber. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's where, it's, that's where we're, no. I know. Kick from. his ass, sea bass. Yeah. I got it from my grandma because I, I just remember always cooking with her in the kitchen. And I spilt, I would spill salt, you know, just mm. doing whatever. You know, you're reaching over and it spills. And she would be like, throw it over your shoulder real quick. Yeah. And I'd be like, okay. That's, that's I never knew why, but I did it. That's still something I do and I can't help it. Mm-hmm. It's like, fuck. It's like... It, it's, have, have you ever experienced that when you like kind of do the? Uh... I, I still do it sometimes subconsciously, but if I think about it, I'm like, I'm not gonna do this because I know what the point is. And but if I if I'm not but thinking about it, I'll still do it. Well, it ties to my OCD. It's like mm-hmm. I, like I was telling Jake today, like uh, when I was working on Fourth Avenue in Tucson, you know, there was a specific spot in the road where I would nine times out of ten hit a red light and have to stop. Mm-hmm. And I was on, I'm on a bike. And it, there's a specific crack in the road, and if my foot didn't land on it to where, like, the front of my toes and everything, like, matched the crack, mm-hmm. does that make any sense? Uh, the, yeah, uh, I, like, I don't I don't step on cracks. Well, like, like my, But I understand what you're saying. Well, it has to hit a certain spot. My foot had to hit it, and, and, if, and, and the thing is, is, in my mind, there was a specific spot where my toes matched everything perfectly. And it had to hit that every and single if time. I didn't, and if I didn't do it my day would be all fucked up. I'm like, okay, what's going to happen today? Mm-hmm. You know, and that's that's more than superstition. That's OCD, yeah, no, which is yeah. a mental disorder. But is it fair to say a lot of superstitions came from, like, OCDs? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I could see Think that. Think about that. Like, I mean, do, I don't, don't know for a don't, fact, don't, but... Don't put your fork on the left side of your plate on the third Wednesday of every month. <laughs> I'm, I'm serious. There's, there's super, I looked up a lot of superstitions. There's, there's one a, if you break the tip of your pencil... And it, I've seen that. Yeah, yeah. that one. I, I remember what they said. That you you have to do something if you break the tip of your pencil, or else you're going to fail your test. Yeah, I've seen that. I've seen yeah. that. I had this uh, one coworker. Like any t- if um, <laughs> we, we had we had a dog problem, guys. Yeah, but uh, I had this one coworker. His name was Dwayne. He was so great. But if a broom touched his foot at mm-hmm. all, he would have to have to spit on the broom. Really? Yeah. It was just well. There's this superstitions with the brooms too, where or or forks and things. If the if the broom falls, then someone's supposed to come over or something like that. Or if a fork falls, it means this. It's a Haitian voodoo thing. He was he was particularly Haitian and explained it to me, because like I would literally just be like sweeping the floor. It'd be like Mm -hmm. me walking by you, Jake. 
and barely touching your foot with a broom, you, you would have a compulsion to pick it up and spit on it. Um, when I worked at Taco Bell, actually, I remember getting, uh, I, would, I swept this woman's feet, and she said that it meant that she'll never get married. You yeah, it's, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it's weird. Yeah. I wonder if you like, knew why her are now brooms, if she was never married. Like, why are brooms tied to that? Over 20 years ago, she had some time to do it. So, But, but here's the thing is, why are brooms tied to that? It's like sweeping, maybe sweeping off your feet. You have no idea. There's so yeah, many. I don't, I don't I could maybe do it. something with having to sweep your, your like with the women and sweeping their houses. I don't know. You That's could, a weird one. We should look. We should wait, look let's into pause that. it and okay. look it up. Okay, let's do that. Okay. Well, okay. <laughs> Everybody out there listening, watch. Check this out. Three, two, one. Pause. All right. So we actually paused the show and looked this up. <laughs> so Jake's going to bring it to us. So it says, if you happen to be on a cleaning spree in Brazil, you will want to steer clear of brooms or at least be careful. South Americans believe that if your feet are swept over by a broom, you will remain single for the rest of your life. The curse can be broken if you immediately spit on the broom. That's what's weird, because like I was saying earlier, like my coworker that I had, he was mm-hmm. actually from the, Do- the Dominican Republic. Oh, okay. Which it's, forgive my ignorance. I don't know the distance. I but, don't either. But maybe, maybe a similar... Similar idea, because he would grab that shit and spit on it. Yeah. <laughs> but I used to do that all the time. I'd be, like, sweeping around him, and he would literally, like, stop me and look at me like, don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> like, don't That's do- a man who wanted to get married. Uh, yeah. yeah. He was a cool guy, though. <laughs> but, it's. I mean, it seems like there's a bunch of other ones, too. Go like, ahead. With the, well, I mean, it's like with uh, the, the witches riding, mm-hmm. you know, brooms and... Uh, to prevent an unwelcome guest from returning, sweep out the room they stayed in immediately after they leave. No shit. Yeah, my mom should have done that with all three of us, and then none <laughs> of us would have went back home. <laughs> this one says, never take a broom along when you move, throw it out and buy a new one. I've heard that. Eric, uh, My friend Erica does that. She was actually just talking about it a couple weeks ago, and I'd never heard of it until she said so. I've, I've heard that. Yeah, my mom yeah. was all about that. Yeah, she's, but she also said that you break the broom you break the other one and then get a new one for every new place you live in you have to have a new broom but the other one has to be broken in order to get the new one i don't know why though she explained it but i don't remember sorry erica (laughs) yeah it says throw it out it doesn't necessarily break it well she breaks her so i don't know maybe it's in the mindset of bringing a mess to the new house or something like that yeah it probably has something to do with that yeah but go ahead and get or negative energy being brought from one to another it says, uh, sure. if you find a broom lying on the ground or floor, pick it up for good luck. Have you ever done really? that? No. I, I can't, at work, uh, just... Well, I have. I didn't I know pick it, it up, but well, that's at, just at, my, my like, wanting to not be messy picking it up. Well, at work, it bugs me. Mm-hmm. It's just like, uh, for some reason, when I'm at work, I'm super clean. I'm like, but when I'm at home, I'm like, <laughs> I'll pick that up four days from now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really bad about that. But like at work, broom handles or any kind of handle on the floor kind of gets. Yeah, yeah. I pick it up at work, but that's just also for a safety thing. I've just always been taught to be safe. So (laughs) this one's kind of funny. When you're sweeping up dirt by your back door, be sure to sweep it out the back door instead of inward, or you'll be sweeping away the friendship of your best friend. Interesting. Wait, what? Interesting. Can would you could would you mind doing that one more time? Yeah. Uh, When you're sweeping up dirt by your back door. Be sure to sweep it out the back door instead of inward, or you'll be sweeping away the friendship of your best friend. That's weird. I wonder where that's I've from. never heard that one before. It's just broom lore. Uh, broom yeah, lore. Broom, broom, broom lore. Folklore, yeah. 
That's crazy. That's crazy. And that speaks again to what I was talking about earlier. Like humans come up with all these weird. Have you? Have you? Did you uh, look up the one for knocking on wood from when you? Uh... I did not. Okay, so that one—that's one I do. I, I always have knock to. Knock on wood. Yeah, and it like it actually gets to me when I'm around something. It's all fake furniture it. and I've it's not it. in the wood. Like, oh shit! Oh shit! Yeah, I'm like I need to go find a stud in the wall or something. You guys, could, uh, you guys couldn't see me, but I use a gesture with both hands trying to find wood to knock on. <laughs> What about this? Right? Oh, we have a full. Do we table have a table that's, that's wood right, right in front of, front of us. This table is dope. Yeah, but anyway, <laughs> knock, 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 Penny. Um, what it's supposed to be is there's fairies inside of the wood, and you're knocking on the wood to ask them to not give you bad luck. That's dope. I did mm-hmm. not know that. Mm-hmm. That is. That's. How I was thinking about that. Like as you were talking about, it, like okay, what's the explanation? Like, yeah, because I remember not... hearing that, and and but I mean, I I believe in stuff like that. I Me believe too. that there's a I'm fey saying... world. And that it, it's just one that we're not familiar with. But if you go, like, you're Irish. Mm-hmm. And, you know, in, in uh, Ireland and stuff, dude, that's where they have the fairy circles, oh, that's right? that's right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And they, they actually have, in Ireland, they, I forget the f- exact phrase, but they're more or less in English, it's called a fey mound. It's like a... It's a fairy mound. Fairy, yeah, exactly. And the thing is, is when they're building new stuff mm-hmm. they're not allowed to disturb those it's a yes. it's a national thing like it's you can't, supposed to be extremely bad luck and yeah. they come out and they're supposed to the the phase or fairies or whatever you fae, want to call phase in that area fae would be the word yeah they come they would come out and it's it's believed that they would come out and bring bad luck to whatever mm-hmm. is built there because they you're building on their land type mm-hmm. thing a leprechaun is a fae that's true, and it's it's uh, really interesting because I forget the I think they call them I don't know the English word or the I'm sorry the Gaelic word, but it's changeling. Yeah. There, oh, there's a big thing in the Fae to like say a ch- say a child was like a pain in the ass, mm-hmm. like oh man I just can't understand why this child just won't listen, and so the f- the folklore was that a Fae would come and switch your child out with a changeling which would have been one which is a that's f- not possessed or whatever right yeah they yeah. say that it was possessed right yeah not possessed yeah it's uh, he started thought the st- it was oh no you've heard the story you understand it's it, they bring in this other entity mm-hmm. and, you, and you raise that instead the yeah th- the thing is is it doesn't have a human soul well some of them would even leave if they be believed that their baby had been turned into a changeling they would go out into the woods and leave the baby there that's right mm-hmm. that's right and there, there's so many like well hansel and gretel i can't say is the archetype for that but it's darn close yeah it's darn close and it's because they were left in the middle of the woods mm-hmm. and and that's how they um they is, left the breadcrumbs. Hansel and Gretel is Dutch. Am I wrong? It's, it's either German Dutch or, or German. Because it, it's it's one of the Grimm's fairy tales. You're right. Mm-hmm. You're right. I don't know how we got there, but yeah, it's, the, it's these stories. Yep. And it's you breed superstition from stories, I think. So, but well, it could be vice versa. There you go. That these superstitions breed stories. And that the, maybe the stories are created in order to ki- to protect the people. That's what from I was talking about. Things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's like a cautionary tale. Exactly, which is what a lot of the Grimm's fairy tales were. Were cautionary yeah, tales yeah. to make sure that your children weren't bad little children because <laughs> they were threatening. Like like that's just how it was back then. They would threaten you with these horrible stories, which are now Disney stories. Which like congratulations <laughs> Disney, uh, <laughs> taking something super fucked up, making it 
all like making it happy. crazy. Yeah, and I'm like, that's not cool, Dude, man. They did, they did Rapunzel for fuck's sake, and that story's debauchered as motherfucker. Oh, well, what about the Little Mermaid? Up to, the Little yeah. Mermaid commits suicide in the story because she can't actually pre- pierce her love's heart in order to become human because she has to have this spear before the end of subset. She has to pierce the prince in the heart in order to become human. They do not live happily ever after. It's either she dies or he dies. She chooses to die. Check that shit, son. (laughs) Happily ever after for him. Yeah, exactly. He's like, bye, bitch. (laughs) So, like, I'm really liking this. This I think this has been a great conversation. We haven't been on topic Oh, we have been on topic, but I'm I'm really excited that we didn't even go into my next subject for like 20 minutes. Nice. That's fucking awesome. Nice. So my next one is black cats. Yes. Black cats are from everything that I looked up. It comes from Irish folklore. And I'm like, hell yeah, anything that's Irish, I'm going to fucking like. <laughs> like so, I, so black cats, of course, are they're a symbol of bad luck. It actually started around the Middle Ages, which is kind of predictable. Yeah, true. <laughs> And uh, the the big thing with black cats is in Irish culture, if you died, they would actually there would be three dudes, the whole you know, the Trinity, the Holy Trinity that I talked about before. Three dudes would stand around your body and guard you for three days to make sure a black cat didn't jump over your body. That's crazy, man. Because after that three days, if you make it through that three days, you move Lured on. Move to the afterlife. Yeah. But if a black cat jumps over your grave, that black cat is a basically a familiar that's taking your soul to the devil mm-hmm. you know so that don't let a black cat the same as they, they felt the same way about it you know how cats like to sit on your chest yep. and and yep. as they sit there they felt that it, uh it was a familiar that the cat had been taken over to be um a witch's familiar and they were sitting on your chest to suck out your soul as you were breathing it yeah to take I've it seen back that to the too. witch i've seen that too mm-hmm. because it, you get into when you get into familiars that's like your classic uh wicca witchcraft which is celtic you get you get celtic you get uh, probably ancient parts of britain ancient parts of a lot of different parts of europe and you get the witchcraft and when you get into witchcraft is when you get into stuff that people don't agree with. Yeah. You're like, okay, uh, if you... that That's where huge superstition comes in. Like people, <laughs> exactly. People coming to the point where it's like superstition it's or like, death. It's oh, like, oh, oh, this old lady figured out that this mushroom makes your joints not hurt so much when you eat it. Oh! She's a witch. Oh, witch! <laughs> <laughs> like, like maybe, she, maybe she's lived in the woods for fucking 70 years and figured out different things to pick up and eat. Home rem- home remedies, right? Well, where do you think home? Re- where do, you- dude? That's a whole another fucking. Oh, pff. like think of, think about. I'm just like, oh my god, I'm excited. Like think about, like okay, remedies, things that come from plants. Somebody had to try that shit. Somebody had to die tasting something the else. wrong shit. Yeah, yeah. It, it's crazy that we we at this point we know that menthol from the eucalyptus tree helps your breathing Mm -hmm. but if you take the wrong type of mushroom you'll fucking never be able to function again but not die (laughs) you know it's it's, or there's magic mushrooms that can make you magically see things but not die i don't know i don't know why my mind went there but i was just like fuck i gotta talk about this for a second (laughs) (laughs) so we're gonna go to salt over the shoulder we brought that up Mm -hmm. so salt over the shoulder actually started in ancient sumeria you know, it had to tie back with uh, a, man, a man is worth his salt. So if you're willing to throw that much salt over your shoulder, you don't care. 
But the the main thing is it was to dispel bad luck. Yep. Back, ye demons. Back. Back, yeah. And to throw salt over your shoulder, like think about it. If you're in a, think about a, think about, put yourself in a pub in the in the 1500s, mm-hmm. and there's a guy doing doing his drinks, pull, like calling for more grog, and then he has a handful of salt and throws it over your shoulder. You're gonna be like, holy fuck! That guy's got some money. <laughs> baller. Yeah, yeah. Like, baller. <laughs> I don't know why that one stands out to me, but that's something that I do. To this day. Yeah, I used to do it until I found out the origins of it, of that it was basically because of money yeah. and not <laughs> and not like an actual thing. Whereas, I mean, they did do it to, to be, you know, back eat demons back. But it's the, it was all it based was, on money. Exactly. And once I found that out, I was like, why am I doing this? It, but then I still do it sub, like subconsciously yeah. sometimes. If I think about it, I won't. But if I'm not thinking, I'll do it just automatically. Well, that's one of the weird things about superstitions is you just do it. Mm hmm. And like I, I'm not Catholic. I know a lot of people that are, but they do the the father, the you know the gesture, yep. the gesture on the chest. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah. Uh, forgive me out there. I'm gonna. I'm allowed to say this. That's a superstition. Mm-hmm. I'm allowed to say that. Uh, but you know, not teach uh, their own. Teach their own. Yep. But well, it, it's like Jacob when he gets through a yellow light, yeah, he will uh, always um, make that. I've you have to you say what it. your symbol is. I, I don't know. I've I thought it. he kissed his hand and kiss, and then touched the I've roof. I've seen him do it. Yeah. <laughs> He's a little busy right now. Luck. For good luck. But what do you See, do? Do you kiss your hand and then touch the roof? I just touch the roof. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't I just, I, I just noticed him doing it, but I never like really looked, look, because I didn't want him to know that I was noticing yeah. doing it. <laughs> have you guys don't watch ever, me doing my... Have you guys ever had anything that you do before you do something that's just like a superstition that you can't break? There's just something that you do, like, about your daily life, and you're like, oh. And, and think about that. Like getting, you, like, your wallet and keys, making sure you have everything before yeah. you leave type of thing. Yeah, wallet, I do that, keys, too. phone. Yeah. Testicle, spectacle, wallets, nah, and watch. Yeah, nice. <laughs> nice. Mine, like, when I get ready, I'll always... Uh, when I get ready, I have to get dressed a certain way. Mm. Or when I'm showering, I have to shower a I certain way. Thing. And if I don't... This is also OCD though too. Mm, yeah. I'll have to I have to start all the way from the beginning and then do it all back yep. again. Yep. You have to repeat the process. Mm-hmm. And that's we'll get into OCD later. Yeah. But I feel like I said before, like I think superstition is tied to OCD in some way or another. I I agree. Like the the cracks one, that's definitely my OCD because I'm old enough to know that if I step on a crack, it's not going to break my mom's back. But I still can't step on the cracks. It's also because my mom just, has back I, to problems. To this day, I do that shit. Yeah. Like, I'll be walking down the street, and I'll be like, on the side, okay, take a slightly wider step so I don't step <laughs> Well, when I was a kid, I... awkward walking. <laughs> yeah, I remember my mom uh, made me so mad one time when I was a kid. It obviously was something stupid because I was a kid, and I probably shouldn't have been mad. But I remember going outside and stepping on a crack and being like, ha, 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 ha. My mom has back problems now. I think I've done that. Yeah. I think I've done that. My mom has back problems now, though, and now I'm like, what if I I did that? It still worked. Did I do that? Uh, It's fucking voodoo. Yeah, and I feel bad. Like, I still feel bad. I'm like, what if I helped that? What if I did that? Like, and I know it's not logical, but that's where my mind goes. (laughs) (laughs) What other explanation is there? I know. It's voodoo. Exactly. (laughs) So uh, I was like, like I said, checking the like research for this episode. I looked into some random ones, and this one's mm-hmm. actually from Norway. And this is uh, facing mirrors together. 
What? You know, it's it's a it's it opens up a portal to hell, right? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's what they would it's what's referred to as the infinite doorway. Those things are so cool to look at. Have, have you it's seen that shit? Like, have you looked? Oh yeah. Yeah, it, it's bad luck because it's basically like it's opening the portal. I remember, to hell. It was, what was it? Saint uh, Sir George's or uh, one of one of Johnny's? One of those two. I think it was Sir George's. Sir George's. It, it, it yeah. had the one where you could look both ways. And yeah. And it, it, it would like open up this entire. Yeah, it would cool. make the make the building feel like twice as long. But yeah, well, that's what thing. you use more mirrors for in interior design is to make things look bigger or to or to make it look like there's more light in the room. Yeah. But yeah, I didn't. I've never heard of that one of putting that, it together like that. That one, like I, like I said, I was doing like some re- research and I saw that. I was like, God, that's that's kind of creepy to think about. No, well, then, yeah, now I'll never do it. Well, I did it. I did it. I did it that night. <laughs> oh my gosh. And, like uh, my bathroom mirror, I held up a mirror to that, and I just like looked at myself in like inf- infinite reflections. So uh, and I was like, I was like, okay, this probably not a good call. <laughs> yeah. Well, what about the um, what is that where you go in there and Bloody Mary, Bloody, Bloody Mary? Bloody Mary. That would be like, a tulpa, which, okay. which we talked about. It's like Beetlejuice. Yeah, be, yeah, yeah, Beetlejuice and all that stuff. It, it's so weird though when like <laughs> when I did that, it it really does look like it's a whole other dimension. It's just a reflection upon reflection of infinity times. But I could see that in like older cultures, like you invent a mirror and you hold mirrors next to each other, and you're like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, be like, nah, yeah. dude, fuck yeah. all that. Because <laughs> they, they, they didn't really even understand what mirrors were when they when well, they made I, them. To my understanding, the first mirrors were polished bronze, mm-hmm. and then I forget what the chemical is. It's something mercury, like our classic mirror that we know now. Mm-hmm. But like, think about that as as a say like in the 1700s. And you saw a today mirror mm-hmm. against another mirror. You'd be like, "The fuck that!" <laughs> oh, devil, devil, <laughs> devil, witch, witch. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's more like it. <laughs> Burn. Burn her. So my next one is uh, it's an, it's Indonesian, and I've seen like Polynesian is a don't go home directly after a funeral. So the belief is if you go directly home after mourning, you bring home a negative spirit. And I've actually, I've avoided a lot of funerals in my life, but I could see how that would, I could see how like going home after something like that, you feel like you brought something home with you. Oh yeah, definitely. I I believe in all that shit. So me too. Like, like I can, I still, if I go to a graveyard, I don't like going to graveyards. I really don't. And I know that's sad and, and everything that I don't go and visit like my family members. I will I'm every once in a while, but I'm the same way. I just they feel weird, and I don't like how now you you have to walk on graves to get to other people's graves because they're so overcrowded. I know exactly what you mean. And I can't do that. I can't step on someone's grave. That's the uh, superstition. Exactly, it's superstition, but also respectful. Yes, but I it, it's for me it's both because yeah. if you step on the person's um, grave. You're supposed to uh, that spirit can be put can possess you, and right. I don't want that. Yeah, <laughs> that's like graveyards. I think uh, open a lot of the human psyche to superstition. Yes, like uh, we talked about earlier, like not not necessarily ghosts and stuff like that, but the whole idea that a graveyard is spooky. I think it comes from the fact that that the under the unknown with death. And there's so much that's unknown about it, and you know, well, everything's like unknown about it. Once mm-hmm. you're dead, you're dead. Well, um, I've spent 
evenings in a graveyard because I was a goth kid. Uh, you know, I was a metalhead. Like I, we spent evenings in graveyards. Yeah, I used to go to them too. It's spooky, but you know, honestly, it's some of the most the, one of the most quietest places you could be at legit, night. It legit. really is. It, it, it's like there's nothing going on because yep. all the live people are gone. Yep, but it's still spooky. Have you ever heard of the phrase "Saved by the Bell"? Uh, there's a show for it. Do you know what the... Kelly Kapowski. No, Kelly Kapowski. <laughs> but, uh, you Zach know, Morris. Uh, you, you know the, the where that phrase came from? No, I do not. So in the early, like, 17, late 1600s, they had a hard time 100% deciding if you were dead or not because there would be a lot of different things that could happen to make you seem dead. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. They put the bell that, mm-hmm. that without a string into the coffin, mm-hmm. and that way if the person wasn't actually dead, they could ring the bell yep. so they could dig them up and save their life. Saved by the bell. Yep. Pretty I'm interesting. Fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah, but that's because of back then there, there's, there was no real knowing how someone was dead because they didn't know well, how didn't to really under- tell. Right off the bat, they didn't understand death. Yeah, exactly. They did to a degree. But, you know, they... I'm guessing that some people who were like so overly drunk that they were, yeah. you know, that you know, they were just passed the fuck passed out, fuck out yeah. and they didn't know well, how to really tell. this guy because he's fucking incapacitated. Yep. So it, I, I've been, I have to admit, I've been in that state before. Like if somebody from the 1700s came across me, like this dude's dead. Yep. <laughs> I've been there, man. Drink way, way, way too much. Like five years ago. <laughs> this feller is done passed on <laughs> <laughs> poke him with a stick he's not reacting bury that fool he's breathing but yeah but it's all in bubbles <laughs> <laughs> demon he's been possessed put him in the grave <laughs> oh my god okay so I'm gonna keep moving because I'm laughing so the next one is in Japan Never leave your chopsticks standing up and together because that makes the letter 11, which is an unlucky number. Oh, really? 11's my favorite number. <laughs> like, there's a big thing, like, in Japan, if you point your chopsticks at somebody, you're basically pointing the number 11 at them, and it's unlucky. Oh, wow. So it's, it's literally rude to point Well, your... really good to know because I talk with my hands, and if I was you holding do. chopsticks, I'd be like, hey, you know what I'm talking about? And they're like, bitch, stop yeah. it. Uh, yeah, it's, I can see that happening. It, it, it's, it's, <laughs> t- it's just tied to an unlucky number in Japanese. Yep. I don't know a lot about their numerology. They have a, they have a lot of uh, superstitions of their own, too. Like, I would have never, never thought of, like, don't, okay, you're in Japan. Don't point your chopsticks at somebody because it's yeah. like you're telling them that you want them to die. Like, wait a minute. No, that was not. Yeah, that was not my intention at all, sir. I'm American. If, I'm a little bit stupid. If you think about it, that's like a hundred times worse than flipping somebody off. Yeah. <laughs> it's not just fuck you. It's like, I hope you fucking die. <laughs> <laughs> so my next one, I think we've all heard this one, is the Itchy Palms. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That uh, okay. What I've heard is if you. you if your palm if your right palm itches, it's money going out. If your left palm inches, it's money coming in, is what I've heard. And then you're supposed to grab your, make a fist and stick it in your pocket to try and keep your money or to keep the money that you're supposed to be getting. See, it's interesting. That's what I've always been told. So what I, the several, I looked up three different sources. Of course, it's all internet because I'm not going to the library in the pandemic. I don't blame you. (laughs) So everything that I found combined basically says it comes from Turkey in the early 1500s. Really? And it's if your hand itches 
one one side or the other if your hand itches if you scratch it you will lose that money yes exactly because i remember when um i remember hearing that when i was a really little kid because um I my hand just itches and I sit in there scratching it. I remember my mom grabbing it, be like, "Don't scratch it, stick it in your pocket." Yeah, exactly. And that's just always stuck to me. And then like anytime I would be with her and I would be, you know, scratching my palm, she's like, "Ooh, money coming in, money coming in." I've been I've been <laughs> I've been victim to that uh, superstition before. I'm like, "Oh, don't scratch it, don't scratch it." I, see, that's when I do follow. I will stop scratching it and stick it in my pocket. So if you ever notice that, that's okay. what I'm doing. What or I, or what, uh, wish on a shooting star, money for the weekend. What I'll do is if my palms itch real bad, is I'll rub them on my pant leg real bad. Be like, <laughs> <laughs> stick it in your pocket and then rub it on your pant leg. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna start a fire. <laughs> it, it's a really interesting, uh, like, cause it kind of ties back to like all superstitions and like maybe I want to use the word maybe folklore. Like, think about it. Like, oh, your hand itches. That means you're going to get money. You know, like, and some weird random accent that I tried to fake. (laughs) If it it happened once, then it could definitely happen again. Mm -hmm. You know, like, think about it. Like, even back to, like, even, like, werewolves. Like, oh, the... The the moon's full. That means werewolves are out. That's a superstition. Mm -hmm. Uh, Garlic keeps vampires away. That's a superstition. Yep. It's just really interesting the way that that made it And with the garlic, you're supposed to hang it at your doorway so they cannot pass. Right, right. And then the lamb's blood and... Mm -hmm. That's over the outside of your door. Right. And then, God, I I know these stories. The lamb's blood symbolizes the blood of the firstborn. Mm Mm-hmm. That comes from with like the Ten Commandments. Yes, it does. Um, yeah. And basically, Sabbath is you, what that to, is. To save your firstborn, your firstborn, you had to paint the lamb's blood. That's Sabbath. Uh, uh, yeah, states of land, lamb's blood over your doorway on the outside. Yeah, because it, so it was it was a trick. Pass your your they would pass your house. Right, it would trick the spirits into thinking you sacrificed your son, and, mm-hmm. and that's why there's a lot of like Catholic people and Baptist people. Like, you'll see, like, during Christmas, they actually will get, like, decoration blood that they'll put around their door. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. It's literally, like, a paper skeleton, but it's decoration blood. Interesting. And that's a superstition. And, uh, like, mistletoe is a superstition. Because mistletoe is super deadly. Yeah. And the whole thing is kissing under it. It's like, if if you kiss under mistletoe, mistletoe can't kill you. Oh, I yeah. never knew. Yeah. I never knew why like they I, kissed under mistletoe. I just thought it was something yeah. that someone came up with because they're like, "This will get me to kiss yeah, women." I, and for Christmas, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and like doing the research for this episode, I came across so many weird things. Mm-hmm. Like uh, there was a, a, there was people that used to take mistletoe and crush the berries and put it on the end of fucking blow darts. Why? That's <laughs> just awesome. Kill you. Oh. That's <laughs> just awesome. Yeah, like. It's it's poison like mistletoe is poisonous. Yes. <laughs> anyway, I'm like, oh, mistletoe kills people, guys. Did you know that? <laughs> Somewhere out there, they're like, good, good, good. Yes. <laughs> so I came across uh, three or four um, Egyptian uh, superstitions, and this one's really weird. But I looked into it. It actually ties back to around the I think it was the 13th pharaoh. I'll have to I'll have to fact check this, but it's. It's uh, scissors because that's when the mechanical the mechanical um, apparatus of scissors was invented and perfected. It was, okay. in, it was in ancient Egypt. And it was bad luck to play with scissors because they were an instrument. Uh, they were like a fine instrument. It's like if you had scissors in that time, like that was, that was like having a computer. Okay. 
So you, you didn't... If, I would imagine they probably used it a lot in embalming, too. Oh, so yeah. they've probably got some superstitions there because of it was used in death. Well, and there's also a lot of arguments of like, okay, the ancient Egyptians were super, super advanced. And, yeah. But scissors at that time, everything I looked up were a new thing and it blew people's mind because it cut stuff like this. Yep. If you could see, he's cutting the air with his fingers. <laughs> Imagine. All the people. Well, and it would also change the technology of seamstress, like, or uh, making clothing, mm-hmm. making anything, making um, making sails for boats, like anything. It's like having scissors would kind of change the game when it would become to crafting, right? Oh, yeah. Like even armor. True. Like, like have you ever tried to cut leather before? I actually have, and it's nearly impossible yeah. unless you have the right pair of scissors. Yeah, I had leather shears, and he's just like, mm-hmm. you know, it seems like you could probably cut through fucking bone. Probably. <laughs> well, then you have the kitchen shears where you can cut through bone. <laughs> exactly. See, scissors. Scissors are a uh, technological advance that humans couldn't do without. I agree. So the next one, another Egyptian, is owls are a bad omen. That's why, that's why you see them in, uh, like, the calligraphy. Anytime you see an owl, they're basically telling a bad story. I didn't know that. Did yeah, you I know, know that, that there's either. actually um, some Indian uh, tribes where owls are bad luck as well? I'm not oh, sure what's really? one, but I've heard that. That makes sense. Because mm-hmm. owls, they, let's kind of, like, think back into, like, ancient people. Okay, so owls, owls would be a nighttime creature. The, if you were out at night, you know, you'd be probably scared. No lights. You hear random things. You hear an owl. Hoo, hoo. That would freak you the fuck out. No, not only that, they kill at night. Yeah. Um, which they actually, kill at night. The yeah. other night, I was standing outside smoking a cigarette, and this big, huge owl, I mean, like, huge wingspan, yeah. just came down and snatched something from the ground and then just flew off. I was like... I'm going back inside now. Owls are dicks, man. Owls are dicks. Hashtag, nah, they're, per- they're like perfect predators. Perfect they, predators. Well, they are. It's kind of beautiful to see them, like, when they, like, have you seen them, like, hunting in the snow and everything's all oh, yeah. white? It's crazy shit. It's like, yeah. wow, holy crap. Well, they're one of the only animals who can turn their head around like that, too, to be able like to, yeah. and some odd degree. Yeah, to be it's able crazy. to see all around them and their claws. It's because they're demons. Dude, they're awesome. I want one. And they look at you go, who? <laughs> and I'm like, me? And they're like, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, oh. So the the last one that I really found before I want to get into o, to OCD is that the whole reason that we have wedding bells is that they ward off demons. I actually, because I was working in the wedding section at work the other day, and I saw I was putting away the wedding bells, and I was like, why do we have these? Now I know. That's what. That's where the. Oh, of course it chimes out to people to hear it, like there's a wedding. Yeah, no, but I'm not talking about church bells. These are actual little bells that yeah, you're supposed to tie bells. on to things. Wedding bells, yeah, yeah. That's like you know, dry, driving or your coach or whatever, and having Did bells, the bells behind, behind it, it yeah, yeah. to ward off demons. I thought that was pretty interesting. That for me, I always, I never thought about that. You know, I, I never you, did either. Like newly married and like. A I don't know of, much about weddings though, to be honest uh, with yeah, you. Me neither. But like, think about how many times have you seen a vehicle driving down the street and they're like dragging cans. Yeah, the, the cans do the same thing. Yeah, yeah. That's what it's. That's what it's all supposed to be. Hmm. I thought that was really interesting because our generation has probably seen that a lot, but probably not a lot now. Well, twenty twenty is a whole different story. But let's get into OCD. Lots of demons in 2020. Yeah. 
Oh shit, dude. Well, one of these days. One of these days. Murder we'll hornets. Do. It's murder hornets. Murder hornets. Fuck murder hornets. I'm hornates. <laughs> Did you? Did you? <laughs> Dang it! Uh, Zolana, big shout out to Ronnie Henley because <laughs> he listens to all of our shows, and uh, he commented uh, hashtag fuck sharks. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love sharks though. Yeah, but anyway, yeah, but we're gonna get into OCD and how how OCD could probably influence superstitions. Okay. Like my big thing, here's my big one that I, I fought really hard to overcome. I was a teenager and it was, my big thing is, okay, my, my bathroom is set up in a certain way. Okay, so I would take a shower and I would have to look at these certain spots on, this, on my outside window. I'd have to look at them in, uh-huh. a, in a certain order while I was taking my shower. And then I would have to touch certain parts of the wall before I could leave the bathroom. Mm-hmm. And then once I made it to my bedroom, I had to dress in a certain way mm-hmm. and then touch my wall in a certain way around the light before I turned it off to leave. Yep. Otherwise, they, they would be fucked up. Yep. So is that a superstition or is that a mental disorder? It's kind of both, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah. like, cause, like I said, I do the same thing. I have to get dressed in a certain way. And I always be like, socks, underwear, bra, pants, shirt, shoes. Right, right, right. And I say that to myself every single morning when I'm grabbing all my stuff, and then that's how I put it on. And uh, when I take, if I brush my teeth, the same thing. I have to brush my teeth in a certain way. And if I don't, I will stop and start Start all the way over. Start over. Yep. That's what I find really compelling about that, because I feel like, okay, there's probably a lot of superstitions that just got thrown out there to, Mm -hmm. like, be a folk story or... But I think a lot of them probably came from some random people's fucking OCD. Yeah. Mm. The, the, probably st- like the stepping on the crack thing. That's totally like OCD stuff right oh, there. Yeah. <laughs> Hence why I do it. Because I have OCD. <laughs> so my favorite, this is the way I've been thinking about this for like literally the last couple hours. The way that I want to kind of, I want to use OCD to transition into these weird ass Sports fucking superstitions. Oh, yeah. Those were crazy. <laughs> I'm so excited to hear that shit. Because, like, I've heard so many stories about people not changing their underwear. Their socks, their jerseys. Not changing their socks. Their, or, like, the number uh, one that I, I forget who the player was, but uh, he had to be the certain person to come out in a row. Like, okay. When the, when the team would come out, he had to be, like, number 15 or whatever. I don't know. I'm just... Mm. But he had to be that certain number coming out the gate, or else, or else the game would be fucked. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So uh, Jake is our aficionado on this one. Aficionati. <laughs> I didn't even look up that last one. Aficionati. Uh, but Ser- Serena Williams is one who doesn't. Serena change her Williams, socks. I would have never guessed. Yeah. That's once <laughs> a, once a tournament starts, she won't change her socks. Well, but it works. Yeah. But yeah. it works. Well, she's she wins. See, can, here's the thing: is can you argue with the result? No. <laughs> no, see, I love I, that. See, no. I'm, I'm, if I played sports, I didn't. If you knew what I looked like, you'd be like, yeah, of course you didn't. <laughs> you too freaking tiny. <laughs> um, but if I did, I probably totally would have had some sports I'm superstitions. Sure I too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Michael Jordan would always wear his UNC shorts, his college basketball shorts under his NBA shorts. Really? I didn't know that. Oh, wow. I didn't know that one. And then uh, Jason Terry would wear. Uh, he's a U of A alum. Would wear the shorts of the opponents on nights before games. That's kind of a slap in the face. 
That's getting him psyched out. <laughs> that, psyched I think out. that was awesome. Be like, ha ha! What you don't know right. is I'm wearing your shorts to bring you bad luck. I'm putting I'm putting your logo against my balls. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly that. It's like, and don't mention my butthole. It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty gangster. Actually. It is actually yeah, that, yeah. When you put it that way, yeah. You're gonna be against my gooch. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Just, you know, that whole area. <laughs> Another guy that played on the same team at the U of A, Mike Bibby, he used to clip his fingernails during timeouts. Really? Kind of funny, huh? Well, did it get to could the point he where he himself? had no... Yeah, I was like, did he get to the point where he had no nails left? I mean, doubtful. Well, he probably did it like in increments. He, it was probably like a good thing for... It was probably an OCD thing for yeah. him. Yeah. That's interesting. In hockey, there was Hall of Fame goalie Patrick Waugh. He used to have full-fledged conversations with his goalposts. That's awesome. That's awesome. And it said, why? It says, because they're my friends. They're my friends. That is <laughs> awesome. That's, I, that's, uh, that's a hockey player I could get behind. Right? Like, stuff. He was one of the best, too. I'd, I'd, be, I'd be literally like sitting there watching the game like, that's my guy. Like, yeah. <laughs> I thought you were going to say that in the middle of the game. He's like... That's right, friend. That's right. That's, that's right. Like, you don't, don't that. take that shit. Don't take that shit. <laughs> so, uh, Wade Boggs used to eat chicken before every game. Chicken, really? Yeah. Let's see. Hmm. Wade Boggs. Uh, wait. Uh, what years was Wade Boggs? Uh, he played in the nineties. Nineties. Yeah. I couldn't uh, remember. Also, a baseball player, Moises Alou, peed on his own hands to harden them. I've heard people do that though. It doesn't Grody. work. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. It just makes your hands smell like ammonia. Do you say that because you've tried it? Uh, this right here says <laughs> literally. It's <laughs> this right here says no. By the way, doctors say urinating on your own hands doesn't hard them. If anything, it softens them. Yeah, because it's good for your hands. <laughs> God's, <laughs> God's natural lotion. <laughs> Some Neutrogena. Like, okay, I'm not going to go there. I had a rhyme there that I wasn't going to say, but yeah. Oh, just say it. No. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, another baseball. I, I found a lot of baseball ones. Uh, Jason Giambi and his teammates wear a gold thong to bust out of slumps. They, he, it says wears. Gold he, thong. He, huh? he, he retires. But, uh, yeah, gold thong. Yeah. Uh, one thong of my favorite thong ones. Thong. One of my favorite <laughs> ones was Turk Wendell, though. He used to uh, brush his teeth in the dugout. He would jump over all the lines. Like every time there was a line after he would run. To the, to the mound or from the mound, he'd jump over it. <laughs> and uh, he would chew licorice while he was pitching. There was a few other ones. Uh, Turk, Turk chew licorice? The, yeah, well, licorice was a big MLB thing for a long time. Well, a lot of them on, chew right? tobacco. Uh, yeah. Not so much licorice. And then uh, another baseball one is Nomar Garcia Parra. you got to always mention him. He would, between every single at bat, he would adjust his batting uh, gloves, his uh, little wrist guards, he would, uh, in sequence, dude. In sequence, and then he would, and he would tap his toes while waving the bat at the pitcher at the same time too, all in sequence. It was, that wasn't the video you showed me earlier, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. That's so crazy because it. it's it's an OCD. Mm-hmm. You, like every you watch, single bat, every single pitch. Yeah, you mm-hmm. wa- you watch him do it. He, like the sequence is the same every single time. Yeah, it's like pull, tug on this, pull on this, tug on this, pull on this. You know, tap my. T- That's why I, I agree with you with the OCD and the, uh, it, and the superstition because of he's building this OCD 
routine yeah, but about it's, around the superstition that if I don't do this, I'm not going to win. Or hit the ball or, or, like, or, or the whatever win. it is. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It works for one time. You keep doing it. Yeah. yeah. Like you until never, until you never it does, fuck, you work with it until it doesn't work. You never fuck with what's working. You never <laughs> fuck with the winning streak. <laughs> uh, and then another one, uh, last one was uh, a football one was the John Henderson, where he would ask an assistant to slap him in the face before every game as hard That's, as it could. <laughs> you said that one to me earlier. Like fuck. Well, I guess was I would, he doing slapping the bad luck out of himself the big or what? Guy, dude. Well, so. it's for a dude like that superstition. Like, oh, if I, it's not like a luck thing. It's like if I don't do this, it's an OCD thing. It's like if I don't do this, the game won't go right. I know, but it just makes you wonder where did that? Who slapped him in the face to begin with to make him start that? He was probably super nervous his first game, and then somebody just slapped a bitch out of him. Slapped the bitch out of him. <laughs> and he, and he, he went and played a good game. And he's like, okay, like I got to get the bitch slapped out of me every time I play. That's it. And when I say the word bitch, just like being like, don't whine. Like get in there and play hard. It's like, so somebody slapped the bitch out of him. <laughs> I, think, I think someone needs to do that to me every once in a while. Just slap the bitch at you. <laughs> just call you a ambulance. Just slap it at you. Yeah. So all in all, we have to agree that superstitions encompass the whole world. Yeah. Like every 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 culture has a superstition of one way or another, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think it actually superstition actually would contribute to culture in and of itself. Like we would think about what we were talking about earlier, like ghosts, mm-hmm. like uh, maybe traditions. Oh, like traditions. We didn't even think about that. Like That's tra- true. Yeah. Traditions would be a huge part of superstition. Like you have to do this and think about it like a ceremonial. Di- yeah. Wait, what'd you say? New Year's. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 It's, it's pretty crazy. It's I actually, you know, what? speaking of that with New Year's, my family, we um, cook black eyed peas with ham. And um, we use the Christmas ham to make black eyed peas. There you go. And you eat it every uh, New Year's Day. And that's to bring you good luck to the new year. I heard some people eat noodles. Hmm. So it's, that's one I never even thought of as being a superstition, but that's what yeah. it is. My mom always made ribs and sauerkraut. You remember that? Yeah, I do. Dude, that was, yes, that was I so do. good. And uh, as you were saying that, it made me think of something. There's actually a lot of families that have like specific little superstitions to their family. Mm-hmm. Uh, myself, I don't have that. I actually have that with mine. Do you? Yes. It's one where if I ask how someone's doing to my mom, she gets super like, don't say that, don't say that, don't say that. She's like, because then when you say that, everything goes bad. I'm like, okay, probably not, but okay. Yeah. And I try, like, speaking of family, like, I try to not be too, like, one dimensional because, like, Irish superstitions are just, like, what's on the top of my mind. Like, that's what I'm familiar with. Yeah. But I Googled all kinds of crazy ones, like the one I found from Lithuania and the one from Germany about not uh, um, get, uh, doing salute with fucking water. water yeah. Oh, it, what, really? It, I did, I've never heard of that one. Yeah, I said it a little while ago. It's You're basically condemning somebody to death if you cheers them with water. I don't, I don't know where I... Yeah, I don't think you oh, said that. Oh, that's said my fault. Me, you said it to me earlier. Yeah, yeah I was fault. like, I haven't heard oh, that. So where that, was I in so this podcast? This, so check this. Here's a big error in Keith's fucking research and staying on point. This guy. There's a Lithuanian superstition. If you cheers with water, you're condemning that person to death. Wow. Yeah. 
So, so if you wanted to condemn them to death, you would pretend you had vodka or exactly. white rum or something. Exactly. Gotcha. Nice. You better smell that. You're just like yeah. You're like, can I see your shot first? You're okay, like, you're good. Like I've done 15 shots, and like, why aren't you drunk? Cause. Cause you gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> it, uh, it's interesting. So I think everybody's got a superstition of another. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and. Uh, Thanks, guys, for being here. This is a, a fun one. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah, so we got uh, next week, we're going to try to throw together the witch trials. We just got to hook up with Neil. Shout yep. out, Neil. Let's do it. Yep. So, Zalana, tell them where they can find us. You can find us by searching Nerdy Bones on Podbean, iTunes, YouTube, Spotify, and anywhere else that you listen to your podcast. Hell yeah. We hope you guys give us a listen. And one of the big things I have been actually looking to see is, like, give us a rating. Yes, yeah, please. We yeah. would definitely appreciate that. Yeah, it, I don't care if it's a one star. Just let us know that we impacted your life enough for you to take a second to give us a rating. We'll but repli- if you give we'll us a one spot, yeah, absolutely. If you give us a one spot, please let us know why so we can improve for the next time. Yeah, and then we can. I'll, here's my big thing: is I was looking at iTunes. You can actually see the people that give ratings, and we'll give people shout outs. Yes, so, definitely. Yeah. So yeah. So that's us pandering, and we hope you enjoyed the episode. (laughs) Yeah, you guys have a good night. All right, thanks, Alana. All right. Thanks, Jake. Bye. All right, we'll see you next week, guys. Bye.